Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Stretch run of Grant and Danny on this Monday, February 27th. Carson Wentz has been released. So has Bobby McCain. The commanders freeing up nearly $30 million in cap space going into the offseason. We are less than a month away, just a few weeks away from the start of the NFL league year and the ability to go sign free agents. That's two weeks into March. So we are closing in on Washington wanting to get its plan together so that it can spend some money in free agency. And today, the obvious easy move was releasing Carson Wentz. In baseball, by the way, I just saw this number. 23-minute difference in spring training game times so far compared to last year. Games have been 23 minutes faster, shorter, whichever you prefer, this season based on the new pitch clock rules. There's just a game whose play doesn't matter, but there were 20 runs scored in the game. I think there were 25 or 30 base hits. That game was sub three hours. Old rules, that's a four-hour, 10-minute situation, right? Give or take. When you score that many runs, pitching changes, everything else. The whole point, and I know it's going to ruffle feathers, is to cut down Dead time, and that leads to faster games. But it's the dead time that has to go away, and you see it. Balls in play, and you're still less than three hours. I am excited to see what this looks like in person. Soon enough, I went to a lot of minor league games last year where eventually I didn't even notice that the pitch clock was speeding things up. It became kind of second nature. My only concern is what we saw over the weekend when a game ended in the ninth inning with the bases loaded and the 3-2 count, and... A what I think, while technically correct, ridiculous assessment of this new pitch clock rule was used to end the inning, ending the game in a tie because we don't play extra inning games in spring training. It would have sent the game to the 10th in the regular season. And as long as that doesn't happen in the regular year, I'm, I'm perfectly fine uh, with the pitch clock. But we'll continue to churn out some of these numbers and pass them along as we get them. Uh, the question for you guys right now on Grant and Danny here on the fan, though, is... Is Dan Snyder going to sell? If yes, when and to who? Danny, you get first ups. Summertime. Some point. I'm going to call it June. And it's names we're not thinking about right now. I'm going to go with. Really? It's guys yeah. that are not involved. I think they are involved. We just don't know. We we hear nothing but people that want their name out there all the time. Again, I think Josh Harris is like shooting strobe lights off every time he does anything. He just wants everyone to know that Josh Harris is involved. Brought to you by Josh Harris. Presented right. by Josh Harris. A Josh Harris production. I don't think it's him. I'm going to go with Bedad Egbali and Jose Feliciano, the founders of Clear Lake Capital, 
who already tried to buy a minority stake once, are involved any time a team comes up. They own Chelsea. They swooped in and bought that group. I think they are whisper quiet behind the scenes right now, getting all their money together. I think it eventually gets done, but it's going to be a rocky road. This summer. This summer. In a world. That works for me, by the way. I don't need it done by the start of the league year, which seems really unrealistic now. I know there was reports saying this is going to happen by March 15th or the, the owners' meetings, I think, or even a month from today, right around March 26th, I believe it is. That is not a thing. Right now, it doesn't look like anyone should expect a resolution. Uh, we heard from A.J. Perez today that the league wants resolution in the next month. Good luck with that. I'm going to say spring. I'm going to say April, May-ish, right? Sometime, I'll say after the draft. So I'll I'll just call it uh, May. And I'm going to say Dan Snyder sells to Josh Harris, your strobe-like guy. My reasoning is I don't think it'll be Bezos based on some of the reporting in the last 24 hours. And still, while I can't wrap my head around it, it's hard for me to agree with this because I just think it's so stupid. The people that I trust that I talk to around the team say that the hate for Bezos from Dan is real. They really don't think he he wants to sell to him, which is different than that he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But they say... I think given his choice, he would rather not sell to him. And when I ask them, I say, you know, what do you think is going to happen? They say, I think he'll sell, but it won't be to Bezos. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say he sells. It's not to Bezos. I'm going to say it's Josh Harris who gets someone involved. And even though he hasn't made a bid yet, they get to $6 billion and that does the deed. And I think it's going to be in the spring. So we're both still in, in agreement then, it sounds like, that it's happening this offseason, which is big and exciting. Yeah, my and- timeline's moved up in a major way based on the last week or so plus, I would say. Because I thought it was going to end up coming to a vote. I thought end up was going to be they were going to have to force him out like an a year and a half, two years, et cetera. I, I now think it actually does happen this calendar year. All right, so let's hit a couple of these calls. I'm going to come back to you, and, and I want to get back into with you what happens if he doesn't sell before the season. Because we have not really addressed that on the show much. Yeah. Can you imagine what FedEx Field will look like, what the fan reaction will be? They have had a mass exodus for years of people who loved this entity leaving and not caring anymore based on Dan Snyder. When no one ever thought he was going to sell, they just didn't want to deal with him anymore. And now, for months on end, people have assumed he was about to not be the owner anymore, and he's going to be the bad guy in that hypothetical where he comes back and says, just kidding. It'll be unlike anything we've ever seen in terms of what a fan base has had to deal with. Let's go to George, who is in Bethesda, to get us started on G&D. Does does he sell to who and when? Yeah, hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Long-time listener. Always listen to you guys when I got some windshield time here. Uh, Couple comments. Uh, To to think and and follow your train of thought that he's not going to sell to Bezos, I think, is ludicrous. Because to suggest he'd sell to anybody other than the highest bidder, would be to acknowledge that Dan Snyder is a man of principle, right? We all know over the last 20 years that he's not a man of principle and he's driven by greed and money. So he will sell to the highest bidder. In terms well, hang of on, timing, George, before you keep going, I, I want to push back on that a little bit. And, and uh, you got the floor okay. in a second. I am not telling you he's a man of principle, but I'm going to use his past to make the case that he wouldn't sell to Bezos as well. 
And for the record, I, I have, I've come around on this in the last few days. This is not how I felt before. It would not shock me. I personally think he should sell to Bezos or wherever the high bidder is. It's stupid not to. It would be outrageously dumb not to. But here's the word I'll use. We know him to be one of the pettiest people on the planet, do we not? It would be very, very petty and on brand to not sell to the guy that you hate because you think he took you down. This is the guy, allegedly, who poured sour milk under the seat of Mark Lerner because he was upset about how a transaction had gone with the learners. So at FedEx Field, supposedly, he had someone go over and pour milk on the carpet so that the whole room stunk when they came to games. This is the guy that allegedly told Bruce Allen a year after he fired him that he wasn't going to pay him money that was owed until he had congratulated him on hiring Ron Rivera. And because Bruce hadn't congratulated him, he didn't want to pay him yet. That's pretty petty. Levels that I've never even thought existed Unprecedented in Unprecedented levels life. of pettiness. If, if this guy you know, got you fired, I, I, if you thought this guy cost you your ownership, because in his mind, it sounds like he thinks that Bezos orchestrated a takedown, it would be reasonable not to, for, for someone that crazy and, and petty to not sell the team to him. Yeah, good point. This is also the guy I recall that that said, "I'll never, I'll never change the Redskin name." Print that in all caps. But in terms of the timing, I have another, another point to take. I mean, th- th- this whole nonsense about he's not going to sell the team, or he's going to sell partial of the team, or he's going to wait till the owners kick him out. Um, what, one thing that I do know is that at least the financial community and the tax community believe capital gains tax is going up in 2024. Uh, from this current level of 20%. Dan Snyder would be looking at a huge capital gains hit mm-hmm. in terms of his tax liability if he doesn't sell this year. So that tells me he's definitely going to sell this year, Ooh, and we can nugget. agree to disagree. We can indeed agree to disagree on how petty he is or whether his, his, well, his look, pettiness I, I'm not telling his, you definitively he wouldn't sell to Bezos. I'm just saying if I had to guess right now, based on, again, these are conversations with people all around the organization they all think that the hate for Bezos is real and that he would prefer to sell anybody else. But real quick, before I let you go, and you've been on a minute, but but, but I, so I apologize. Explain what you're talking about. So w- what is about to happen in 2024 for a dumb guy like me? Well, when, when you sell an asset that's been held over a year, which he's held the Redskins for over a year, you have to pay taxes on your gains, right? That's That's the way it works. And right now, capital gains tax, which is for assets held greater than a year, is 20%. It's capped at 20%. And the, the consensus of the financial and tax advisor community is that that capital gains tax will be increasing, not this year in 2023, but next year in 2024. Substantially? So assets held, Up to 39%, well, right? Well, no. It's, capital gains is at 20% at the moment. But the, but, but, but the consensus is that will be going up. How much? We can, you know, I don't think anyone knows, but they do know that it's going up. So that's going to drive him to sell the team now while the tax – uh, situation is still favorable. He will not let this go into next year. If he does, he's leaving a lot of money on the table. Appreciate Thank you. you. So I, I had read that it could increase, some people were thinking as much as double that, the, the 20% rule for capital gains, up to almost 40%. It's a good nugget. But I don't know anything. I, mean, I just read one thing. Yeah, I'm... I, these are billionaires. Yeah. I don't know what they care about and what they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it should be really, really simple. If he wants to sell, then you just sell to the person with the most money. It should be simple. If he doesn't sell, or he doesn't want to sell, rather, and the league's forcing you out, then you could be a pain in the ass on the way out, and you can dictate some terms. But eventually, after you hold your nose and you stomp your feet and you throw your tantrum, 
you sell to the person that gives you the most money. Like, that's how this should go, as far as I'm concerned. Just a guy who I, just using common sense over here. Oh, yeah. I'm going to London. I want all the money coming with me, as much as I can get. Are you breaking a record for the, the most uh, organization has ever gotten? By a lot. Check. I can either get 5.2 or 6.2 in this hypothetical. Give me 6.2. If it's from Bezos, so be it. He got this one over on me. And, again, the idea that he really thinks, like Jeff Bezos walked into the office at the Post and said, Get him. Here's your mission. I want you to take Snyder down. Absurd. Yeah. Some of the things he thinks, by the way, oh, yeah. about Bezos and how involved he is in the takedown, if the person I talked to about this is right and he really thinks some of this, is incredible. It's beyond insane. It's beyond. But what are we talking about here? We don't know this guy. I've interacted with him a handful of times in my life for 20 seconds at a time. Very surface level, nice weather today kind of interactions. I just can't pretend to know how he thinks. I don't know anything about the guy. All we see are the actions. He is a mystery to me. Frank in Silver Spring, how are you? Yeah, hi. Uh, let me. I'm going to try to get through this real quick because I originally called to say about him possibly not selling the team. I My theory, just throwing this out there, is that it's just a smokescreen because um, the just last week the president of basketball operations was talking to Eric Bieniemy and said, Something about when all you know when when once we get past this is going to be a really nice situation. I remember you guys were really excited about yeah. that conversation as being something really positive. Like we are for sure this team this is selling. I feel like him this whatever's going on now of like oh maybe he isn't selling the team. It's just as like trying to walk that back because he maybe he shouldn't have said that or who knows this organization is just so chaotic and dysfunctional. Like you never know what the one hand doesn't know what the other hand is doing. So that, um, that just struck me as a appreciate strange. You. No, I get thing. what you mean, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, so you've, you saw initially Bezos has been iced out of the process. That's actually just a really smart ploy to get Bezos up his bit. So at the end of the day, you know, stories that leak out about, remember the initial one in Forbes, that was about the 7 billion number the offers have come in higher than we even thought. That was bogus. That's just trying to get, you know, more interest in the thing and, and, and get people buzzing. Then an article comes out. It's actually nobody's really bid. Nobody's really committed. And this guy's out. And that guy's out. There's not much interest. That's from a bitter side, right? Trying to lower the asking price of the thing. We're all playing this little this little dance in, in, in public. So the comments you're talking about, Jason Wright, in the Eric Bieniemy press conference, is, is it a bit of a scrum? And he's answering a question about is it difficult to, to bring people here with the potential you know change in ownership? And he's talking about a before and after, a transition and the upside after the it happens, a.k.a. talking about a sale. So, yeah, maybe that gives away the business a little bit, and, you're, and you get some posturing from the Bank of America slash Snyder side to try to keep, you know, ginning the price up. But all these games are going to get played, and we're not really going to know until somebody signs or there's some kind of official announcement somewhere. And, and we're going to be left scrambling to each new story that maybe contradicts the one we saw five minutes ago. You would think you can just follow the money. That, that's the normal adage here mm-hmm. in the axiom. Like our guy Rick Snyder, columnist of FanDC.com, Every time he comes on with us, he's not reacting to any of these stories or kind of going in either direction. He's followed uh, some ownership changes in the past and some sales. And his point is, whoever has the most money, and this is Bezos in this case, is going to end up with the team eventually. The rest is noise. And he's just kind of going hard in the paint with that. And I think there are some people, George, it sounds like, is of that camp that is just 
Team Bezos, because Bezos has more money than everyone else. He's going to win out in the end. Uh, This was Kosman today. He was going to join us on the show at uh, 5 o'clock tomorrow. He was on with Kevin Sheehan today on the timeline moving forward for the sale. Well, I think the big big date is March 26th, which is the owner's meeting. Um, They would like a solution by then. Um, Something else to look for is I believe that Fertitta has made it pretty clear, you know, they kind of either have to go forward with him or he's probably going away. So there's not a date there, but that's got to happen in the next week or two. But but I think big picture is what happens, you know, it's March 26th, which is not far away at all. Um, you know, and then we're starting to ramp up for uh, for next season. So uh, this this I'm sure the NFL would like to resolve this soon. And, and the big elephant in the room, which... Um, I, I, I wish I had some color on, and I don't know what, what's happening, is the, Mary, the NFL's Mary Jo White investigation. Um, what is she finding? How bad is this? Has Snyder really been hiding ticket revenue? Um, is, is there, are there 10 witnesses saying that Snyder was peeking on cheerleaders? Um, I don't know the answer to any of that, but if the answer is yes, then the NFL has a much stronger hand than we might think. But I, again, I don't know the answers to that. And I play that because I think that's such an important part of this, as you and I and everyone else is predicting how this is going to end. If Mary Jo White comes back and very little comes out of that report, mm-hmm. I don't think it means he's not going to sell because we're far enough down the road that I'm still anticipating a sale. But it could be that this makes it, happen now it's imminent right in that if now you've got the votes from the owners and roger goodell is involved and they're going to boot you and they're going to take from you if you're dan snyder you go okay well this is my chance to have the most control of this process Mm -hmm. that report could drop tomorrow that report could drop and come out in the middle of march no the league probably doesn't want it to drop around the league year in the middle of of March, but July Fourth is always a nice day for them to exactly. drop stuff. Yeah. It, it could be not until the summer and in, in, in the June that you just referenced, yeah. right? So we just don't know. I mean, we could be going off the air at six thirty, getting ready for overtime coming up, and we could find out that the Mary Joe White investigation is is coming out tonight. That is going to have a lot to do with the timeline of this sale, very possibly, depending on what she found. Ken's in Great Falls on Grant and Danny. What's up, Ken? What's up, Ken? Hey guys. Um... I'm just wondering, I, I hear all this stuff about that uh, Snyder won't sell to Bezos, but this isn't entirely his decision, right? I mean, don't the NFL owners all have a say because they have to approve a sale? At the end, yeah. So what has to happen first and, is Dan agrees to a deal with somebody, and then they walk into, basically into the NFL offices and go, do you guys approve of this? And they can either say yes or no. And, I mean, again, you're calling each other's bluffs there. I mean, this happened with the first – Back then, the Redskins sale, the, um, uh, the, the, the trust of Jack Ken Cook's estate put forth a, a group. I'm blanking on the names of the group, but they said, hey, how about these guys? We accepted this bid. And then they said no. Then it started over again, and then Snyder and his group ended up winning it. So the NFL ultimately has some hammer here where they could say no to Dan's uh, potential, uh, potential buyer. Then Dan, I don't know if he's under any obligation, then go to the next one for them. He could just sort of say, okay, fine, I'm not selling. I mean, it's a it's a it's a game of cat and mouse there. So I, I directly asked this to AJ Perez, a front office sports earlier today, and it's worth going back and listening to on the podcast if you are curious. But 
basically my question to him was, does the league have a problem with him excluding Bezos or taking the lower offer, so to speak? In other words, would the NFL owners accept a sale to Harris for less money than Bezos is willing to offer if they know he's got a larger offer, but Snyder's saying no to Bezos? Because that's really what you're asking. His point is, they might just need Dan out by any means necessary. So they might decide, yeah, we'll let him sell it to Harris if he's selling it. Because if we say no, not Josh Harris, who's the only guy that can get you to $6 billion other than Bezos, and then he says no to Bezos, you're back at a standstill. Where now you have turned down Harris, who probably isn't going to try to buy the team again, and he's saying, I'm not selling to Bezos, and you might have just cost yourself your top two bidders and the chance to be done with and rid yourself of Dan Snyder. Uh, a little more on this, a little color commentary here from uh, Kosman of the New York Post today with Kevin Sheehan. Well, I'm sure the league has a problem with it. The question is whether the league does something about it. And, you know, the auction itself is not over yet. Um, I think we've hit a crossroads. So uh, the question, which which I, I can't get into Snyder's mind, maybe I wouldn't want to either, no. um, is, you know, the question is, is he playing coy and he wants to get Bezos to bid as much as possible and then Bezos wins, or does he really, under any conditions, not want to sell to Bezos? And I don't know the answer. That was Kosman as heard earlier today with uh, Kevin. He'll be on our show tomorrow. That is the question. At 5. Uh, maybe we save this for tomorrow because we're short on time. What happens if he doesn't sell? Unrealistic in I, my opinion, but I, still a possibility. Grant, I just don't know what could be next. Like, what, what's going to happen? People don't go to games? Worst attendance in the sport. People yeah. don't watch on television? Abominable local ratings. But we, in already... a way that I haven't seen, there are threats of people basically saying it's over. So instead me. of the trickle, it becomes exactly. the, the last brick in the glass. It's a yeah. fire hose instead of a drip. How would that, like, play that out for me. How, what would that look like? Let's a, say it's the first weekend. craters First Sunday. Uh, people's TV ratings locally of the games or even crater worse. massively. All of the stuff that we've been talking about at a glacial pace happens substantially, and more people than ever stop spending. You know, you don't buy gear. You right. don't go to the stadium. Right. More people do that mm. and say, not a penny for this guy, because they've made a difference. They have moved the needle. He's largely selling because this thing is spiraling out of control in a way that the other owners don't like because no one's willing to help him with the stadium. Fans are upset, right? So they're going, we got lost boys. We got him on the run. Like, let's finish him here. Yeah, that, that's the biggest thing is the stadium part of it to me. Uh, you know, the, the uh, a bad attendance, and if they won 10 games or if they, you know, made the playoffs and or had got a quarterback, everybody sort of thinks that might be a short-term fix. To me, it's the stadium part of it. And that revolt, I think, is is the most essential reason why we're here. It's unfortunate. I wish it was you know, justice and a sense of right and wrong, but we all know what we're dealing with and 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 how the NFL is. So I don't know. I I mean, I know that people will be beyond upset because you dangled the good thing in front of them. You you showed them the carrot and said, if this, then this, and then took that away and changed the rules and the conditions of it. People will be devastated. I mean, devastated if he ends up coming back. All right, round the horn. What's for dinner tonight? Darius was telling me it might be leftover night. I hope it's good leftovers. Darius, what's for dinner? Uh, it's going to be leftover lasagna is what's for dinner tonight. Leftover 
Lasagna. I think as far as leftovers go, never exciting. Lasagna is a good leftover. Yeah. P- pasta in general, you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. I'm feeling good about it. Ryan, dinner time? Uh, I think I'm going to stop by Chick-fil-A on the way home. Get a, get a couple grilled good, nuggets. Good for you. Danny. How could anyone know what's for dinner? How could anyone ever know what they're going to eat in a few minutes? It's amazing to me. Chicken, some collie mash, and some broccolini, I believe, is on tap at the Paulson household. Not my most favorite. Right. We had collie mash the other day, and I ate around it. But uh, we'll try to make a play or two. Big thanks to everyone who joined us today and listened to Grant and Danny. Tomorrow at 4 o'clock, we're giving away a four-pack of Caps tickets. They could be yours. you got to be hanging out at that time. Linnell Willingham next with Overtime right here on The Fan. Thank you for coming. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.